Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you guys waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. The options are endless with Factor. Two-minute meals. Fill up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. How about some snacks, some smoothies, and more? Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is also the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. And you guys can be very flexible with your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. And the most important part, there's no prep. No mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. So there's no prepping. There's no cooking or cleanup that is needed. If that sounds great to you guys, head to factormeals.com slash script 50 and use code script 50 to get 50% off. That's code script 50 at factormeals.com slash script 50 to get 50% off. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Why has Triple H been so successful? Why is Triple H running WWE better than Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard on Monday and Friday night? Long-term booking. What is going on, guys? Thank you so very much for joining us right here on Off The Script. This is your AEW Dynamite post-show for November 23rd, 2022. I am your host, JD, from New York. As always, coming to you live from the OTS venue. Thank you guys so very much for joining us right here on your Wednesday evenings, wherever you may be. As always, joined by my very good taco-making friend, Shy town smart Jesse, what is going on? Yeah, I know. I mean, we don't want him here either, man. Jesus. Man, what is going on? Come what on, is going man. on here? What we is don't this? want him here either. I don't want him here either. Don't worry about it. Listen, I calm welcome, down. Calm down. Go to or go to a drink, man. What's going I, on, bro? People I, hate I welcome you. you to my city, and this is how you treat me. 
You guys were a bunch of assholes tonight, man. <laughs> we were a bunch of <laughs> <laughs> it's my my type of people, man. <laughs> we're a bunch of assholes, man. <laughs> what a uh, all joking aside, man. It was a uh, it was a very I, not even a very good show. I thought tonight was an excellent show. Uh, yes. Following full gear, this is exactly the type of energy that Tony Khan needed to go into Dynamite with, and he produced what I thought was one of the more energetic shows of the entire year. I see some people saying, oh, but why are they in Chicago again, man? Well, I don't know where the fuck you've been for the last three years, but this is a yearly tradition this time of year. Every every year, uh, Black Wednesday is a Chicago show for Dynamite, man, every year. There you go, man. We had, uh, we, we had a lot to really sink our teeth into tonight, and we're going to start. And, 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 and by the way, the crowd gives you a show with the quality of this, and people want to complain that they come to Chicago. Go to fucking Connecticut. Go to New Hampshire. Listen, Dubai. nobody should be complaining about anything after we got uh, Monday Jeez. Night Raw in Wilkes, barely alive, Pennsylvania. I mean, give me a fucking break, man. And, and where, 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 where were they... Uh, they weren't in Hartford. That was W. Where, where the fuck were they? I don't even know what part of Connecticut, man. Fuck Connecticut. Bun fuck. Somewhere in Connecticut. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Barely fucking alive. Zombified Connecticut, man. Where they were, uh, what was that, last week or two weeks ago? Whatever. Yeah, I don't even know. Holy man. shit. You people are complaining about Chicago. I wish I could bottle this crowd up and give it to fucking Paul Levesque for Monday night. Holy shit. He should be here every week. Anyway, we have a lot to get into, and we're going to start with the elite, and we're going to start with that whole shenanigans. We got the elite and Kenny Omega, bro, against Death Triangle for the trio's uh, best of seven. I don't think the titles were on the line tonight. I think it's going to be uh, whoever wins this best of seven. But we got these six men, and I know you were uh, vehemently against a best of seven. But how how you feel? Let me ask you first before we dive into the good stuff. How how are you feeling after tonight's? Uh, match number two out of the best of seven, bro. Night two, fantastic. Okay. No complaints. Okay. All we need now is five more matches in Chicago, and we're good, bro. Well, I mean, listen, man, I, you, you take a look at the calendar, and there's a little, uh, there's a little, bre- there's a two-week break in there, bro. There's a two-week break. I think uh, there's one match, and then we get two weeks off, and then we get the fourth match, which could be, a deciding match for the Death Triangle, man. I feel like they may be they may be going up three zip. I don't know, um, but winter is coming. That's where the fourth match will be. So there's going to be a little two week break involved. So you may actually have some of those concerns dying dying down a little bit. Tell you what, man. If they give us matches like this every night, I'll 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 take the egg on my face, bro. I will oh roll. my goodness, we I'll- got. Got added new fucking emotes to his board. We got a one hundred dollar bomb by Nick Williams. Oh my goodness! What a one hundred dollar super chat right at the top of the dynamite review tonight. Happy Thanksgiving, JD and Jesse. OTS for life. With that said, dynamite was good. Can we bring back the rankings? Also, huge announcement exclusive. I'll be streaming one of my favorite games on YouTube, either late 2022 or early 2023. You guys are invited. Nick Williams, thank you so much, bro. Uh, Listen, man, Nick Williams, one of the VIPs of the OTS venue. 
And uh, happy Thanksgiving from Jesse and myself to you and your family, brother. Have a good one That's tomorrow. Awesome, and we're, we're, we're so, so happy that you're in yes. the venue tonight. Thank you. That's awesome, man. The Elite, bro. Uh, there was news. I was uh, at the gym earlier today, and this news broke. Kenny Omega wants everybody to move on from the CM Punk situation. He says, this isn't Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks against CM Punk. Now, if you watch that match tonight, bro, I think uh, everything that Kenny said in this Sports Illustrated uh, article that I'm about to read to you, uh, it, it may seem a little hypocritical, but I do think that it's all in good fun. And for some strange reason, bro, I don't know, you can tell me how you feel. I think after tonight and all that they did with the crowd chants and how Matt and Nick were acting and how Kenny was acting, there was a ton of just uh, inside jokes in that entire match. You had Kenny Omega biting an arm. You had Kenny Omega doing a GTS. You had uh, Matt Jackson botching off Adam Page, uh, Buckshot, Lariat, which uh, is uh, synonymous with CM Punk, botching the move. Uh, I don't know what he was doing on the apron. He was fucking uh, playing with the crowd on the apron. There were a chance of fuck the elite, fuck CM Punk. Uh, it was it was like bedlam in, in Chicago, bro. Um, how did you feel about the overall vibe of that match? And do you feel the same thing that I'm feeling now is when CM Punk is actually ready to return, that he will be back in AEW? I, I just have a feeling he's going to be back. I don't think he's coming no? back. No? You don't, you, don't think, you don't think so at all? No, man. I, the elite are really good at what they do. And Chicago um, is probably the best wrestling town on the planet. And that's where they were. The crowd was amped up because of what happened. We know what happened. Yes. And what did they do? They played into it. They they worked 100% heel for the night. Kenny starts biting on arms and shit. These guys are so good, man. They just started playing into all the stories that we heard, making the crowd even more amped up, making tonight's show even better. So, yeah, I don't think this is going to be a, a reoccurring thing. I don't think this is a storyline to play. I mean, uh, Punk is due to be out until, like, what, mid-next year? Yeah. What are they doing, building for that match next summer? No, I don't know. Listen, I mean, listen, uh, after we'll dive into that and, and that opinion a little bit more. I might as well read to you what Kenny Omega said here. And it really, you know, I, I find Kenny Omega to be one of the more genuine personalities in, in wrestling. I, I don't I don't think he's going to go out there and really sugarcoat anything. But Kenny Omega has publicly commented on the brawl between the elite and CM Punk and Ace Steel. Can't forget Ace Steel, whose arm was uh, who was the guy biting Kenny Omega. Uh, at the All Out Media Scrum, Punk ripped the elite Cole Cabana hangman. Paige, you guys know the story. So Omega was speaking with SportsIllustrated.com. This is a reputable, reputable source. Omega encouraged fans to move on from the entire situation. He says this, and I quote, There are things that no one can talk about, so I would encourage people to let it go. It doesn't change that we want a team effort in AEW. I don't even mean uh, myself and my opponent. It also means the referees, the fans, the people who set up the ring, everyone, even a technical error can ruin the memory of a match. I, I can refer back to the exploding barbed wire match with John Moxley. So I encourage people to move away from it because there is no information to be released. Though I cannot talk about it, I do want the fans to know I still want the best for professional wrestling. This isn't Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks against CM Punk. 
It is the people trying to show off their craft. You can boot Kenny Omega or the Young Bucks or CM Punk, but I hope people don't forget we're human beings struggling to show our art. End quote. Now, after what we saw tonight, you know, it does make it a little hypocritical on what he he said here, but like Jesse said, I do agree with what Jesse said. They are consummate professionals at what they do, and they're very good at just knowing who they are, and that is them. That is basically them. That's what you see on being the elite every single week. But yeah. as, as far as what Kenny Omega is saying here, bro, I, I know they want to move on from him, and I know Tony Khan and CM Punk and everybody else wants to move on. Maybe Punk doesn't want to move on from him. I don't fucking know. But I know you and I want to move on from it. I want the fans. The fans want to move on from it. And I feel like if you poll everybody in the community what they would want, they would want CM Punk back in AEW, and they would want CM Punk back in AEW to make money off of this and really let bygones be bygones and really just show everybody that this huge negative can turn into one big positive, and they do it for us. I mean, the money is going to be there if this is to be worked out. And I feel like still, in my honest opinion, you do a Punk vs. Omega to fill a stadium show for AEW, it's an instant sellout just based on that one match. But I think all of us as a fan base, bro, we want this to be over. We want to move on, and we want them to be professional and give us the best for this company. We all love AEW. Everybody loves AEW. And we want the best for Tony Khan and the company, and I think with Punk back making money off of this, it's the best thing to do. That is a way to look at it, man. It really it really is. Um, but the, the way I look at it is um, it's not about coming back and making money for one feud or one buildup. It's about it's a it's not even about money. It's not about money for the guys like Kenny Omega, you know, CM Punk and the Young Bucks. It's not about money to be made that they don't. I mean, it's not about that. It's it's about being able to work you know, in peace and in harmony with your locker room and no feud, no big money match, nothing like that is going to be more important than having to work with somebody as volatile as CM Punk has proven he can be when he's unhappy, you know, week in and week out. You know, when that match is over that you brought Punk back for like, you know, years or whatever, you still got to deal with his ass on the road every week, man. It, it's not worth it. Yeah. You know, it, it, in in theory, like, you know, I said it on the, on the first dance. This was the best decision Tony Khan made. And if I had to rewind and say it again, it was. It really was. You know, but the way it played out and the way it's ended, you know, look, it took it took the wrestling fans about seven years to get over Punk originally when he left WWE. I don't know how long it's going to take him this time, but we're going to find out, man, because he's not coming back to AEW. Well, I mean... uh, I see a lot of the divisiveness in the in the uh, the live stream chat. So, so I mean, some people want him back. Some people think that he will be back. Some people don't want him back. Some people don't think that he will be back. Um, I don't know. I know Punk has been poking fun at it. He was on commentary for MMA. He was, you know, poking fun at himself pretty much, saying that, uh, oh, yeah, don't get me in a locker room, you know, and all that, all the jazz. But, you know, uh, I, I heard and read that uh, Meltzer says his, his, his recovery is – is going uh, quicker than uh, anticipated. Uh, I don't know what the status of him is going to be going into the new year. Clearly, we won't see him this year. I don't think, if Jesse's saying he won't be back in AEW, I certainly don't think he'll be going back to WWE. I mean, that's just, that. that's that's no. hum, humanly impossible. No, It's the, humanly the, impossible. The guy stepped away from wrestling seven, you know, what, uh, eight years ago at this point, and he was content with doing everything he was doing, you know, 
acting, you know, uh, uh, those comic books, you know, so many other different things, you know, commentary, everything else for MMA. He doesn't need pro wrestling anymore, man. No. You know, he really, really doesn't. He probably came back because, A, all of the fans wanted him to come back, and we did, man. For the majority of us, we really, really did. And two, another company form with all of his friends around and people he can, you know, creatively work with and things like that. And, you know, it was the perfect storm for a comeback. Other than that, he was never really going to come back. I could see CM Punk never stepping foot in another ring again unless it was for the WWE Hall of Fame ceremony. You know, but now that this run with AEW is apparently over, I think he's going to go back to the life that he had before. I mean, go back living with his beautiful wife, you know, book tours, you know, things like that, comic books, you know, MMA reviews, movies. He doesn't need pro wrestling, and he is getting up there in age, and his body has shown him that in his run. Yes, absolutely. I agree with everything you said there. Um, That's what Kenny Omega uh, stated today via Sports Illustrated. That was an article that was released today. Uh, I enjoyed the match thoroughly. Uh, I was surprised to see Death Triangle win again via the same way, uh, which we will break it down in a little bit. They did cheat again. This time it was Penta instead of Phoenix. And Ray Phoenix was upset not only with himself on Saturday and upset with Pac, but he was upset with Penta, his brother, doing the same thing. It looks like Pac is kind of manipulating uh, the Death Triangle to do his bidding. But at this point, I mean, they have to retain the trio championships and by any means necessary, they ain't wrestling three geeks. They're wrestling the elite. So if it works and it gets the job done, why not? But there's a nice little story developing there. And the Death Triangle is up to zip in this best of seven series. So uh, it is definitely getting interesting for the trios championships. Thunder Rosa, bro. This was the other big thing tonight. Um, shocking uh, that this decision was made. But Tony Khan announced via the commentary team. He didn't announce it himself. Via the commentary team that Thunder Rosa is relinquishing the AEW Women's Championship. Jamie Hayter is now the undisputed AEW Women's Champion. Tony Storm and her reign will be recognized as an undisputed AEW Women's Championship reign. There's no interim attached to it. And Thunder Rosa, still a question mark surrounding her whereabouts and her status and if she's even coming back. She posted something on Twitter. I don't know if you have it up there, if you want to read it to everybody, but she thanked everybody, and she said that this was the best decision that was to be made because the div- the, the division deserves it. And she is no longer the women's champion, so Jamie Hader is the undisputed champion. This is a decision, bro, that should have been made fucking before Thunder Rosa even, even announced that she was hurt. No interim, we talked about this on Saturday, no interim tagline which should have been announced for Tony Storm or, or anybody following this bullshit uh, surrounding her, and Tony Khan made the best decision that he possibly could tonight. Right. She, um, so she posted and she pinned on Twitter about an hour ago. Thank you to the hashtag Thunder Army for all the support and AEW for being there for me. Dreamlike moments happen in this run, and this is not how I wanted to lose the championship. But you deserve a present champion on the next chapter. You deserve a present champion on to the next chapter. Yeah. That's it. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. 
When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I don't I know. So. I mean, uh, nobody knows what's going on with her. Um, all I know is I'm glad that this interim bullshit is done. We don't have to worry about Thunder Rosa coming back and dropping the title to a Jamie Hayter or dropping the title to a Tony Storm. You know, I, I did tweet that I felt bad for Tony Storm because uh, they still hadn't announced it. And then after all of this nonsense, they did announce uh, the situation with Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter after that six-woman tag team match tonight. Glad Tony Khan made that decision. But you you raised a very good point, Jesse, to me on uh, on my text when we were going back and forth during the show. And, and it's something that I really am going to post to everybody out there in the chat and everybody listening here uh, live on, on Off the Script. If Thunder Rosa cared so much about the women's title and cared so much about the women's division, she's not a cripple. I know she's walking around. I know she's filming her vlogs and all this other stuff. Thunder Rosa is so caring and loves the division and the company and the title so much, and the division deserves this. Why wasn't she there to make this announcement herself? I mean, is she is she uh, is she allergic to the fucking show? Like, just come do what you got to do and relinquish the title and give it off to somebody else who's healthy. You come back, work hard, come back and fight back to where you were and get another chance at the championship. What is so difficult about that? Unless this spells the end for Thunder Rosa in AEW. I don't think it is. I, so I, I think a reason to not do that, though, is if she's going to come back soon. All right. They could still wipe away what they did with the interim stuff and, you know, make an attempt to legitif- uh, you know, legitimize Tony Storm's run. But, I mean, my God, there's a huge asterisk next to her run, yeah. no matter how you look at it. But, um. Drop this, do this. Now she's a woman of the people. Come back, and it might facilitate her heel turn. Um, because I was thinking she was going to come back because they're going they're going to be due to be in. They're doing a Texas loop soon. They're going to be in San Antonio in December. Yeah. So um, I think I think it's no, it's right, it's right before. No, 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 no. San Antonio is right after winter is coming, and even winter is coming is in Texas. So I figured between winter is coming and San Antonio show the next week that we might be getting a Thunder Rosa return, you know, if she's coming back anytime soon at all. Otherwise, it's going to be an extended leave. I don't know. Uh, listen, I, I'm not here to speculate on anything that's going on, but it, it, it is a valid question. I mean, you know, minus all the talk of, oh, she's a baby face and this and that, a heel, baby face and whatnot. Y- yes, I, I know. I don't know what the story was. People are saying Tony Khan... Did not want her to relinquish the title. It was something she wanted to do. 
Tony Khan said, no, I mean, we don't, we don't really know that for sure. I mean, I don't know where people are getting that information from. Maybe it's legit. Maybe it's out there covered by somebody. I, I don't know. But if she wanted to do this, she should have did it herself. Now, I get it maybe not the first time, but now the second time, you're still not there to relinquish the champion. I just think it's a bad look. You know, for somebody that wants to be the leader of the division and, you know, wants to be the woman who speaks for the division... Yeah, I just I, I don't know. There's just some sense of cowardice to that. I don't I don't know. It, I, mean, I think I, it was important. It, 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 like you're the you want to be the face. Where the fuck are you? Yeah. Like this is this is you. You're the champion. You want to give the champion now current the ball to let them run. Where are you to hand that over? Yeah. Now, J- Jamie Hader. Jamie Hader doesn't need it. Tony Storm doesn't need it. But Jesus fucking Christ, the look of Thunder Rosa handing the belt even in injury to somebody else would have went a long way. It's going to be a, a little bit more negative now that she's not there and people are going to be asking the same question that I'm asking. Where the fuck is she? She's got no problem making a busted open appearance. Yeah, she can go on the podcast. She's doing her vlog. And I love Rosa. She's Don't not, get me wrong. Not, Jesse loves Rosa. She's, she's not sitting at home with a broken neck like no. Biggie. You know she's not I mean? a cripple. It's, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. And and that's why that's why I'm on along the lines of thinking that she is going to come back soon. And and what they did tonight was just the way, okay, let's, let's fix what we did before and then set a nice little path for her to come back to. And if she's coming back soon in Texas, okay, fine. Great. I see why she didn't want to show up now and then re-return again in a couple of weeks. Makes sense. But if she's not coming back for a while, yeah, I would have came back you know, handed it over, then went away for a while. But I think she's coming back soon. I think that's why she didn't want to show up on TV right now. Okay, we'll see. We got a couple of weeks till that uh, till that happens. And um, I hope you're right. I think the division yeah. needs her. I think she's yes. uh, an incredible asset to the division. We're both big fans of her and her work. So oh, yes. uh, hopefully that is uh, the case. And, and actually, uh, as a matter of fact, I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, it looks like they're getting ready to leap right into this. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, uh, Britt Baker and um, Jamie Hader feud. Yeah. And there's no way you should be taking that title off a of Hader. No. And if you're going to put these guys in the feud, what happens? You know, does, does she beat uh, Britt Baker clean? No. Thunder Rosa comes back and kicks off this feud with her, uh, Britt Baker all over again. Yeah. I can see that. I mean, that's so. that's the right way to go about it. I mean, that's that that's cohesively yeah. setting up multiple stories there. And, and yep. that, that's a nice flow of things and how they should happen. So hopefully... You know, whoever's listening to this, that's the right way to go about it. Um, I, I Listen, uh, again, we're, we're both big fans of Rosa, and we want nothing but uh, the best for her and her injury. Hopefully she's uh, getting back and, and healthy. That's the, that's the first thing. But, you know, I, I don't know. If you're the champion of the division, I just see it that way. You have to relinquish the title yourself instead of having uh, fucking Excalibur say, oh, yeah, Thunder Rosa is relinquishing the title. Jamie Hader is now undisputed champ. I, I mean, yeah. it's just something not – the vibe don't fit there for me. Yeah, yeah, no. No, and it, it it would have been nicer to have it, you know, fixed in person, maybe even have Tony Storm there as well. You know, just, you know, they bruised it over commentary for a little bit and then on to the next segment. Yeah, that's well, kind of you don't care. Why should we care? I know. Uh, yeah. You know, anyway, you got you to gotta address this text I just sent you, man. Uh, let me see. I'm not uh, my phone is all the way at the other end of my desk. Um, what is uh, what are you sending me now? Top flight, got to be cursed or something because for the love of God, they can't catch a break. What the fuck does that mean? Did uh, did somebody break their neck? 
Looks like Dante Martin is down. Jesus Christ. He's down and he's got Samson, everybody in the ring, they stopped the match working on him. He's down, down. Bro, they they have they have to be fucking crazy. I don't know what the fuck they did before they joined AEW, but Jesus fucking Christ, man. Somebody's got one of them uh, them dolls and they're sticking the pins in. Every time they're on TV, you got some fucking witch at home. <laughs> sticking the pins in them. Seriously. Holy shit. They stopped the match to work on them. That's not good. And that was something I was actually looking forward to, man. Yeah, fuck me. I'm, I'm not watching no fucking wrestling at 4 o'clock in the afternoon on Friday. But holy yeah. shit, I would have tuned in to watch that match. Yeah, by the way, guys, no, spoiler alert, uh, no Rampage watch-along for me on Friday. I will be doing family stuff that early in the day. Sorry. 4 p.m., bro. I wonder what the ratings are going to be like. Yeah, I don't know. They may be reaching impact levels, bro. I mean, nobody and watches plus- impact. Plus, isn't there isn't there a college games on or something on Friday? I, I don't know, man. I think I it hate is. the holidays, bro. You hate the I holidays. I hate the holidays, bro. Fucking. Screw I'm the Grinch man. early, man. Jeez. Anyway, we're gonna go What's over wrong with sitting around and enjoying some delicious food and drinks. Listen, with your man. I, I don't know if I told you, man. I've I've hired a personal trainer now. I've been in the gym all week. Eat some delicious, healthy food. Now, listen, man. I got to monitor what I'm doing here. Eat some delicious Cold beverages food. have to be cut down in half, bro. A minimum of uh, one. Oh, man. Drink some White Claws, man. No. No, I actually have taste <laughs> in my alcohol. Anyway, guys, um, we're going to go over a lot tonight. We're going to go over uh, Dynamite. And I want to thank everybody for joining us on this Thanksgiving Eve. We got 2,100 people in the venue. I know YouTube is fucking shit up, man. I'm, this is part of my, uh, my my depression this week. YouTube has fucked shit up, man. Apparently, people are not getting the stream in their sub boxes, number one. Number two, people can't find the fucking stream when they come to the channel. So uh, hopefully you guys are getting used to the changes on YouTube, but YouTube says that they're working on uh, a fix because I tweeted at them and they uh, surprisingly reply back to me. So hopefully you guys find what you need to uh, in the weeks to come. But I want to thank those that are here, that you're here. Happy Thanksgiving from Jesse and I. Should be a decent day tomorrow. I may be live before I do any family shit tomorrow. I may go live with an off the script uh, early in the afternoon around 1130-ish uh, noontime. So uh, make sure you guys uh, check the notifications and the subscription boxes. I may be live before we have any turkey and mashed potatoes, okay? But you better be done with your live before that Vikings game tomorrow night. Oh no, no, I'm not going live tomorrow night. It'll be early. It'll be early, it'll be early okay. in the morning, late morning, right. afternoon. But uh, yeah, I want to yeah, thank. Go, go during the Detroit game. Okay. Thank you for the uh, thank you for the heads up. Uh, anyway, guys, <laughs> uh, those that are here, uh, look out for that. Also, hit that thumbs up. Okay, we got 2,100 people in here right now. I need a thousand minimum. Okay, thousand likes minimum. We got 516. Hit that thumbs up. It's free to do so. It helps me out, and it helps the channel out. Super chats are open. Get them on in. We're going to hang out at the end of the show with our cold beverages. Memberships are always open. VIPs, we're accepting applications, man. Get them on in. So hit that join button and become a channel member right here on OTS. Make sure you guys go check out all the other videos that you might have missed on the channel. I was live for Raw, which was a slow night on a Monday, which is uh, unusual because of the YouTube changes. So go check that out. And uh, anything you missed over the weekend, man, full gear. I was live on Sunday with episode 453. Tons of stuff there for you guys, so go check that out. And I want to make sure you guys are aware, social media, man, important. Survivor Series is on Saturday. I'll be live tweeting all weekend. 
at JD from NY206. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Cameo. And please hit that subscribe button down below and turn on the bell for all notifications so you guys are in the know because what we do here, we do it better than anybody in the entire community, man. So I thank you guys so very much. Anyway, let's get into the top of Dynamite, man. This was uh, a tremendous segment that opened up Dynamite tonight. William Regal, he was supposed to speak on what happened at Full Gear. If you guys don't know, William Regal turned on John Moxley in the Blackpool Combat Club as he slipped MJF the brass knucks, helped MJF become the new AEW World Champion. MJF, by the way, who wasn't there tonight, Still a great show. No MJF. We're going to get him next week, and he's going to speak to us about what had happened. He's on the set of a movie, which is legit. He's filming, I believe, uh, a Von Erich documentary, if I'm not mistaken. So he is uh, doing big boy things. So congratulations to him. We love MJF, that fucking prick. Um, Regal's in the ring. And he asked if they'd like to hear from their new world champion, Mr. Friedman. He said that they will hear from him, but not until next week. This got the crowd very angry because they cheered and then they booed. He pretended not to know what city he was in. What, what, what city are we in? And then he, he says, Chicago. Oh, that's worse than I thought, he says. <laughs> oh, no. Fans, oh. Then tra- the fans then started to chant, Regal sucks, Regal sucks, which, uh, I, you know, all the years we watched him on NXT, Jesse, Regal was so beloved, and now he's fucking the villain again. Fuck Regal. He said, Mr. Friedman, Friedman at the moment is on the set of a major motion picture. He said, everyone is wondering what the union is between them. And then fans started to chant, fuck you, Regal. So we go from Regal sucks to <laughs> fuck you, Regal chants. Love it. I mean, listen, Dynamite started off. This is within three minutes of the show, and we're getting fuck you, Regal chants. Man, I wouldn't have it any other way, to be honest with you. He said, so uncouth. <laughs> Only William Regal could use that word. He said he'll explain everything next week. All of a sudden, John Moxley's music hits. He takes his sweet time walking to the ring. People are loving John Moxley. He's angry. He made his way through the crowd. And all of a sudden, he gets into the crowd. Taz says that he got screwed over very badly. Brian Danielson runs into the ring and gets in between them. And he's stopping what was Mox beating up William Regal. He pleaded with him to not do anything. Mox respected Danielson and held off. He didn't do anything. Danielson said Regal did a bad thing. I know. But you and I have done bad things as well. We've all done bad things. He asked him to please leave Regal alone because he had a bad neck and had two brain-bleeding episodes. So he then gets on his knees and begs Moxley not to do anything, yelling at him. So... Shivani goes into uh, a story here, says Regal is a master manipulator. Mox was pacing around here with some words for Danielson. He was seething with anger, and Danielson slapped him in the face. Crowd was shocked that this happened, and then he apologized to Moxley. Danielson said Moxley knows the struggles that he's dealt with. He said his dad struggled with the same things. This is more than wrestling. He said when his dad had those struggles, he didn't understand. So said the only person who taught him was Regal. Fans booed. He then told Mox to block out the booing fans. Don't listen to them. Please listen to me. He said because of Regal, he was, he was able to understand his dad's struggles. He said he was able to love his dad in the years before he died because of William Regal. 
He asked Moxley to imagine someone teaching his daughter to love him in spite of his struggles. Fans, typical Chicago, started to chant bullshit, bullshit towards Brian Danielson's heartwarming story. You fucking savages in Chicago, bro. I'm disgraced to even have you on the show, bro. You bullshit. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here with that, man. Danielson told him to save it for him. He said he loves Regal. I love this man. Mox turned his back, leaned over the ropes. He was still angered. And Mox turned back and shook Danielson's hand. He then told him to get out of the ring, and Danielson stepped away. Moxley's got a microphone. gets into Regal's face and said, Lordship, I only want one thing from you. I want you to run. He told him to run as far away as he can and never, ever come back. He told him to walk away and keep on walking. He dropped the microphone. Regal did that signature scowl look that he's got, and he ends up walking away. And that was, was basic. That was basically it. That was it. And then the fans sang "Na na na na, hey hey hey, goodbye." I didn't like this part. Ambrose sounds like Ambrose. You know, Mox sounds like he's fucking Scar talking to Simba after he fucking killed Mufasa, man. Uh, what does this what does this mean for Regal, bro? Is he is he is he going away? Is, is he going to be in uh in a position where he's not an on-screen character anymore for AEW? That's what it looks like. Maybe he's taking his break with Mox. Maybe. You know, I don't I don't know. I mean, does MJF really need William Regal? Probably not. But we need a next I mean, I'm sure MJF will give us a reason next week. Oh yeah. yeah uh, how much of that re- how much of that reason can we believe? I don't know. I would have rather heard it tonight from William Regal, at least some of it. They didn't give us anything. That's the only part of this I did not like. He should have given us a couple of crumbs tonight, yeah. and, and we didn't get anything. Um, I don't mind the fact that they're long playing this till MJF comes back next week. And uh, Chicago, I, listen, man, they, they were ready for MJF. They oh, were ready yeah. for MJF tonight. Oh, maybe, maybe it's a good thing that they held him off, but I feel like and anywhere MJF goes, he's going to get that, that same type of reaction. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, they did what they did tonight. I would have liked something. But, man, this was a great segment. I love the intensity on Moxley. Brian's getting in there, stopping Mox. William Regal, the villain, William Regal, he played his role great. I love the fact he can be a prick and the best of him when he's uh, when he's a heel. But all in all, I thought this was a great segment. It's fantastic. I'm going to pick it apart because this is what I do. But fantastic. I would have loved to see the reaction MJF would have got live in Chicago, though. Yeah, you know, you know, with his feud with Punk and everything else, but I mean, but still, nonetheless, I mean, he's, he's got to come back sooner or later, man. I mean, he, he's, they were in Chicago tonight, so they won't be back for like what a month. I mean, yeah. you know, well. yeah, they 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 need to. I, I like I said, I understand that they're slow playing this, but there needs to be a clear distinction because this is one of the things that pissed me off on Monday. Rollins cut that fucking heel promo on Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory. Uh, he just turned babyface. For for all I know, for all uh, att- intents and purposes, he turned babyface, but he cut a heel promo. I don't know what the fuck he is. Is he a heel? Is he a babyface? They need Jesse to make a clear distinction as to who is not in the Blackpool Combat Club and who is in the Blackpool Combat Club. Where does Brian lie? Is he a babyface or is he a heel? Where's Moxie? Moxie's obviously a, ba- uh, a babyface. The other guys, they need to make a clear distinction on what's going on with Regal Everybody in the Blackpool Combat Club, and if they are going to be a unit going forward without Regal, that much needs to be known. So I hope that they have some good shit coming up here. I hope they have some substance in this overall storyline. Like like I said, it's week one. We're not going to expect everything on week one, but 
You right. know, they need they need to set the groundwork early so we know what is going on and it's easy to follow. You know, so MJF doesn't need Regal the same way Roman Reigns doesn't need Paul Heyman. You know. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's a it's an it's an added dynamic. I could see that. Listen, if it's it if it's like that, I don't mind it. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I mean, they they are both like, you know, type A personalities and everything like that, you know, but so is Roman and Paul and they made it work. Yes. You know, so it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. And we're going to be comparing Roman Reigns and MJF a lot over the next couple of months because MJF needs to have a Roman Reigns-like run with that championship. Yeah. He needs to have a Roman Reigns-like run. And if William Regal can serve as the special counsel to MJF, I mean, that would be fuck. That's a great, that's a great act to go and follow and, and, yeah. and build, you know, MJF from. That is great. Uh, as far as MJF, I want to make this very well known. I mean, I, listen, Jesse and I are huge fans of MJF. I know you guys are huge fans of MJF. I love the match on Saturday, but what I want from this point forward, we already got the MJF of doing it on his own and babyface MJF playing up the fucking figure four and playing up to the crowd on Saturday, right? Next week, bro, we need a clear distinction of MJF, and we need MJF like we know MJF. I don't want to see any of this back-and-forth shit. We, I don't want to see any of this fucking shit we've seen in the weeks leading up to full gear. Tony Khan needs to send MJF out there, and he needs to be fucking a complete prick. That's, yeah. that's what we need. I don't want to see you, any, any hesitation on that. Just give it to us. Did you see the, the second-best media scrum ever last Saturday? I did. I did. I mean— Clearly, that that's that's the direction they're going. You know, I mean, he came out and just laid that that, that shit out right away. Yeah, you believe me? You were fucking stupid. You know, it's about to go down. I mean, they, he, they, the MJF of old was back. You know, so that, that was already a nice little uh, teaser uh, right there. So it's good to see. Yeah, Orange Cassidy. He was with Chuck Taylor, Trent Barretta, Rocky Romero. He went against Jake Hager. This was for the All Atlantic Championship. This opened. AW Dynamite tonight, but before that, we got Renee Paquette. He, uh, she interviewed Keith Lee. He was backstage, and he had his back turned to the camera. Obviously, he was very upset, stemming from the situation happening at Full Gear. And she asked where things stand with Swerve Strickland. She said, this has been bubbling under the surface for a while. Lee turned, and then Swerve approached him backstage with Renee. Renee walked away. Lee told Swerve to choose his words wisely. He's not in the mood tonight. They stared at each other. Lee took his jacket off as if, he, as if he was ready to fight. Swerve all of a sudden then put his hand over the camera lens, but you could still see Keith Lee because Swerve didn't have his hand completely blocking the camera. So you could see Keith Lee, and he said, let's talk. Keith Lee then said, okay, and they cut away from this segment. Now, I don't know what that means, Clearly, this is another one of those angles that is going to be long played over the next couple of weeks because these two are on a collision course. But like Jesse and I talked about on Saturday, the turn was made, the split was done, and whatever's going on here, I feel like it's not going to end for Keith Lee very well as Swerve is going to continue pushing that heel persona. And then Keith Lee and Swerve eventually, Jesse, at Revolution, we're going to look at a, a clash of these two former tag team partners. I think that's going to be tremendous. Yeah, I, I, I think... I think um, Swerve gets a faction, man. You know, I don't know who, but I think he, I think he will end up with a tag team 
in some sort of faction, and that may help him come out on top of that feud. Well, let me tell you something. I seen he he tweeted out this symbol. Uh, I don't know if it was today or earlier today or yesterday. I seen I might have seen it yesterday. This symbol. I don't know what the symbol signifies, but Parker Boudreau tweeted out the same symbol. So we may be looking at clues as okay. to where he's going next. Like you said just now, he may actually be lining aligning himself with a faction, which I okay. think would be great because. He doesn't need it, but if his heat can kind of, you know, bleed onto somebody else or uh, several others, yeah. I mean, he was he was the leader of Hit Row, and they were very good under his leadership. Now they're not the same yeah. without him. So you clearly know what he can do in a leadership role. I think that would be a great idea. No, it'd be fantastic. As, as a babyface, Swerve would not need a, a heater or a faction, but as a heel, um, absolutely. Parker Boudreaux, as a, as a heater... With uh, Swerve, that 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 sounds like money right there. Man. And we talked about it, bro. Private party, private party, private party. party. They man, any, do they need anything. a fucking absolute redo? Oh my yeah. goodness! I would definitely give them private party, and then and then you can flex Swerve in and out of the trios division with private party. Yeah, well. yeah. Or give you private party and Parker Boudreaux. Yeah, you know, I don't know how far along he is. We're fans of him too. He's got a ton of potential, but. You know, he, he'd be better off with Swerve than fucking uh, Aria Davari. What happened? No, he's not coming along well on uh, Dark, right? No? But in a faction with Swerve, I think he can shine, man. I I like the guy. I really do. He just needs to add more to his repertoire. He need, they, There's a lot of stuff to work on, all right? It's, it's not major. He's not terrible. There's a lot of room to grow. But... Putting them on TV as a muscle, as a heavy with Swerve, I think that works out best. I think that would be the best way to start getting them over on television. Best way. There you go. Hopefully you're listening, TK. We got ideas here, bro. I I Listen, I'll work for free, man. Okay? I got some gold off this show. Many, many, many times before we got gold. There you go. Use it. I I, I need the money. You don't. You need the money? I need the money. You need the money. Okay, Christmas is coming up. He's got to buy them hefty gifts. TK, I got kids, man. I got more kids than 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 what's this fucking Heath name? Heath Slater. Man? That's him. Jeez. Anyway, Orange Cassidy, he defended the All-Atlantic Championship against Jake Hager. Th- this was this was fine for what it was. I mean, this was uh it was fun. N- nothing special. Yeah, it was fun. They they did the whole gimmick with the hat and that uh that little hat that uh Jake Hager had been wearing that purple hat. It was the it bucket was fun, hat. But, but watch this though. It's making the All Atlantic Championship feel like the twenty four seven title because the way that Orange Cassidy handles his matches. We'll get to that in a second as we go over this. The bucket hat was the whole the whole star of this match. Cassidy delivered his little kicks there to Hager. They uh, obviously got the crowd into it. He got mowed over by Hager. Cassidy knocked the hat off. He then uh, low bridged Hager. And did a little uh, fighting with Menard and Parker, like very circus-like acts here with the hat. Trying to dive on Hager, was caught and posted. Hager regained his hats and put it back on, and that was the whole beginning sequence before commercial break. So we got 2.0 in there trying to get the hat. Orange Cassidy wanted the hat. He was teasing putting on the hat. The whole fucking one-third of the match was about the hat. Hager controlled the action during the commercial, and then Cassidy was knocked off the apron. Did a trust fall onto his best friends. Hager uh, took them out, just bull rushed right through them. 
Cassidy took out Garcia, Menard, and Parker with a dive before Hager caught a top rope DDT attempt, which Cassidy countered into a stunner and then uh, a satellite DDT, around the horn DDT. Hager then blocked an orange punch into a slam, slapped on the ankle lock. Cassidy got hold of, uh, got the hold broke, and he did this by ripping the hat off Hager, which, again, the hat was the star of the show here. And Cassidy got a Casadora roll-up on Hager to get the pin because Hager was more preoccupied with the fucking hat than the All-Atlantic Championship. Uh, TK, uh, no, bro. No, I'm sorry. This does not work. Like Jesse said, this was uh, 24-7 title antics, just uh, given a little bit more time. But Orange Cassidy retains. Post-match, we get QT Marshall in the factory interrupting. His microphone was cut off quickly because the lights went out. And Julia Hart appeared on stage as the witch that she is of the House of Black. All of a sudden, the lights come back on, and the House of Black, all three of them, are in the ring. They absolutely decimated Best Friends and Rocky Romero, and the factory was on the apron applauding their destruction. And then uh, that didn't last long because Malachi, Buddy, and Brody took them out as well. Security guards came out, hit the ring. Wrestlers came out, hit the ring. They all suffered the same fate from the HOB. And then the crowd went crazy, chanting, welcome back, welcome back. And then uh, Brody King eventually hit Dante's Inferno on a security guard on the ramp, which I I don't think this guy, I think he may be dead with what he, oh my God, a fucking spike pile driver on the ramp. Brody King took this poor schmuck out. And House of Black is back, Jesse, in AEW. Now, I know this is getting people excited. First of all, they look fucking great. They look refreshed. They looked rested. They looked focused. They looked energetic. Love it. I'm glad that they're back. I know Malachi asked for his release. His release was denied. There's nothing he can do. But the thing after all of this is this is Tony Khan's chance at redemption, bro. This is Tony Khan's chance to right an obvious wrong with the House of Black, bro, if they are not, all three of them I'm talking about, Brody, Malachi, and Buddy, if they are not top priority on this show, I'm not even saying on a weekly basis. On a weekly basis, they don't need to be there every week. On a weekly basis, he is fucking up. I don't give a fuck what you got to do, bro. Orange Cassidy, I love Orange Cassidy. I think he's tremendous, okay? I know people don't like him. I like him. Every time he goes in there, he delivers a banger. Against somebody that is worthy of of a challenge, he delivers a banger. But, man, the, the All-Atlantic Championship is not going to grow on Orange Cassidy. Somebody like Buddy, somebody like Malachi, bro, you put that title on them instantly, instantly it has credibility. And I don't know what the fuck Tony Khan's got to do, but these guys need to be three stars that he puts his trust in on Dynamite and lets them go. See, the, the thing is, I don't give a shit about that title at all. So I don't want to see it anywhere near Malachi Black, Brody King, Buddy Matthews, because I actually want to see these guys do fantastic shit. I would rather see these guys in the trios division, tag division, Malachi in the world title picture. I don't want them to have anything to do with this all Atlantic championship, man. It just it. Yes. No one has elevated that title. I, I understand that. I Listen, I understand that completely. But Malachi... You know, we said this going back to when they were there, and then they took their hiatus, and now they're back. Bro, Malachi has been stuck ever since he's gotten to AEW in a fucking tag team. Malachi is a world champion. Single. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, Brody and Buddy could be a tag team or whatever. Even Buddy Matthews could go on his own. They don't have to be a tag team, but they could. The option is there. They can go single. The option is there. That's what's great about these trios. They're very interchangeable. But Malachi, bro, you're already making the same mistake again by putting him in a tag team. Now, it sounds great. Buddy Matthews and Malachi going for the tag team titles against FTR. Sign me the fuck up. Right? Or Brody King and and Buddy Matthews going against FTR for the tag team. Sign me the fuck up. It doesn't matter. But you're making the same mistake if you put Malachi back in a tag team, bro. you got to let him fly on his own because that's where he shined best. And that's the Malachi that I think we need and what AEW needs. Yeah, no. I, the thing is, he's a nice flex position to use in and out of both. Yes. You can use him in the world title picture, and you can't you can't stay in the world title picture forever. No. So when your run is done out of there, we can flex you into the trios title picture while you're doing your main title run. These guys can go do the tag division. Um, I just don't see any room for any of these guys to be messing with the All-Atlantic Championship, though. I mean, it's there. I mean, it doesn't have to be the All-Atlantic Championship. I'm just using, using it as an example. Have have the Malachi go after Samoa Joe in the TNT title. Fine. Instant, okay. instant credibility right there. Yep. You want to do Malachi, Malachi and Wardlow, Malachi and, and Miro, something, you know? I, I'll take that, but we need more main eventers right about now, though. Yeah. So we do. I will put him in the. I put him in the in the top slot. I mean, he, he needs to be there anyway. You don't have to build him up there. Just put him there. Just put him there. He came in. He came in as one. Yeah. Just put him there. Make sense of it. Give him a live microphone. Easy. Yes. You win. Now, Julia Hart. I don't know how. I don't know what's going on with her. I mean, she's got an incredible look. Seems like she's owning what she's doing. I know some people are going to compare that to the dark Alexa Bliss that uh, WWE was giving us for a little bit, which was terrible. But. No, is, Julia Hart, be- is Julia Hart ready for a breakout role, bro? Can she be in the women's division and, and showcase herself in the House of Black? No, I don't I don't need Julia Hart in the women's division. I'm going to be honest here, man. Um, I think what she's doing with House of Black, um, I, I think it, to me, it kind of, it, right now it supersedes the women's division for her, for her and, and, and for her needs. I mean, a, a lot like, I mean, a lot like Rhea Ripley in Judgment Day, you know? I mean, I want to, I want to look at, Julia Hart more like a Scarlet, you know, Scarlet Boudreaux, you know, rather more than an in-ring performer here and there. I mean, the same way that she comes out, you know, Scarlet comes out with Cross and everything else. I want to see Julia Hart with Malachi, you know, on a, on a more regular basis as his valet. Um, she can get physical and she can be, you know, involved in storylines in the physical way. But I think this is the better value for Julia Hart right now. Yeah. I could see, yeah, I could see that. You know, I think I think she I think she'd be great in that role. I, I don't know what Tony Khan has planned for her, but yeah, I think yeah. that would be a great a great spot for her. And uh, we've seen her do a little bit of that. You know, a little bit more focus on her being that Rhea Ripley. I mean, she's not as big as Rhea Ripley, but that that same yeah. presence on the outside, that looming dark presence yeah. that uh, Rhea Ripley presents see, when she's out there with Judgment Day. I think that would be great. Yeah. See, 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 Julia in this House of Black gimmick, it can't help her in the women's division. You know how how can how can her in in this faction of hers and this gimmick of hers help her in a match against Jamie Hader? You know, you know Brody King's not gonna come out and slam Jamie. You know she's all on her own. You know it's just and the match within itself is not believable because of where she's at right now in the ring. So um, I think it's a fantastic thing to keep her on television and keep her in this gimmick, um, in this faction away from the women's division for now as she continues to improve before you can then slot her back in at a later time. Yeah. There you go. I like it. 
Jungle Boy. Something else that I liked on Saturday. That steel cage match with Luchasaurus, man. That was incredible. One of the best opening matches to an AEW show in all three years. It showed highlights of uh, the steel cage match between Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, and Luchasaurus. He cut a little promo here saying that he said he felt that they shared a moment that neither of them will never forget. I'm glad I won, though. I kicked your ass. Now, I didn't really understand this, bro. Like, like I said before, I, refer- I referenced Seth Rollins. I don't understand why he's cutting a heel promo after the crowd's fucking cheering him and all this other shit the last couple of weeks. Why is Jungle Boy here saying that he shared a moment? Now, this could be misconstrued. Sharing a moment with Luchasaurus, bro. I mean, yes, he did say, I- I'm glad I won and I kicked your ass, but... I mean, this guy tried to fucking end his career in the weeks leading up to this match, and Christian said all these dastardly things about your family and your father, and they shared a moment together. Shouldn't you just want to kind of just throw dirt on Luchasaurus even more so after you proved your point to him on Saturday night? What the fuck was that about? Uh, I, th- I think it was it was his attempt and his way of trying to um, say, okay, um, we had our thing, I won, I'm moving on. You know, I'm done with this view. It's time to move on to bigger and better things. You know, just the sum it up type deal. Yeah. Um, because I mean, how long can they work around here? You know, there's 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 still more they can do there, yeah. But while uh Christian's still recovering from injury, let's move on and we'll come back to it at a later date. Yeah, Christian and uh Jack Perry needs to uh I'm sure it will happen. It needs to happen. I mean, it was planned to happen and never happened. I think when Christian is okay. We will get that eventually. They'll pick it up, and then Jungle Boy will get his win there and then move on. But like Jesse said, I do think uh, Jack Perry's on to bigger and better things. Uh, that's a match that's going to take him to the next level. Hopefully it did. And uh, I could see him in 2023 be a real contender to MJF in that world championship. I could see yeah. it. 100%. Yeah. Ricky Stark, speaking of contenders. Ricky Starks and Ethan Page. This is the final of the World Title Eliminator Tournament. And the winner of this match gets MJF. <laughs> a loss. At uh, Winter is Coming. So the, basically, the winner of this tournament is getting an, an, an inev- inevitable loss. I can't even get it out. A fucking loss. So, Starks. The deal with Starks here is he is selling a major, major, major storyline rib cage injury. Brian Cage and Lance Archer beat the shit out of him, and he has everything, his entire midsection is taped up. So, Ethan Page had uh, thought he was going to win this match. He came in fresh as a daisy. Page had it easy going into the match. Uh, He was working on the injured ribs. He was really relentless in that attack on the ribs. That was the whole story here. Starks tried to float over in the corner to evade Page put on the brakes and punted Ricky Starks right in the ribcage. He played up to the crowd a little bit. Starks hit a huge desperation spear, which is not really all that good for the ribcage. But he couldn't capitalize on it. Page drove Starks into the barricade. More ribcage shots on the outside. Starks made a comeback. Tried for a tornado DDT, but Page hung him up on the top rope. Ribs first. Starks then fought back, sent Page to the outside. As he tried for a dive, Stokely Hathaway shoved Page out of the way, and Starks missed the dive. Referee then ejected Stokely for getting involved. 
And Page and Starks went up in the corner. Page tried for an avalanche body slam. Starks hit a superplex. So the match is coming to an end here. Slope fest between the two. Starks hit a swinging neckbreaker. Beautiful tornado DDT. He couldn't get the Rochambeau, but Page hit a power slam for uh, a two. Starks avoided an ego's edge after the power slam. Page missed Lariat. Spears, multiple spears from Starks, and that's what got the victory for Ricky Starks. He gets to face MJF at Winter is Coming on December 14th. That should be a good main event on December 14th, AEW Dynamite. Um, Jesse, I, I know you and I have talked about this and kind of shit on the whole tournament. You know, there, there wasn't one really believable name in this entire tournament outside of Ricky Starks. It was basically set up to give Ricky Starks a platform. Now, I know we've kind of made fun about the, the winner of the tournament inevitably losing to MJF, but the ribcage and the injury from Lance Archer and Brian Cage and going into this match, now he's got a couple weeks to get himself ready for MJF. It, it, it looks like Tony Khan has developed a story here for Ricky Starks to a point where it's going to take what we initially said about Starks losing, and we know he's going to lose, but it's going to be because of MJF exposing the ribcage, so Ricky Starks has an out here to take a loss and not look as bad, and it could be a rebuilding phase and a redemption story for him to come back and maybe get another match against MJF when the time is right, fully healed, and it may actually get Ricky Starks a little bit more spotlight, a little bit more over, and being in the ring with MJF and putting on a hell of a performance, man, I can't think of anything better. Yeah, no, this is this is actually a, um, this is actually a well done build. Um, you get these you get these guys in the ring um, at this stage. Um, we know who's gonna win, you know, and a couple of things happen here. Ricky Starks will look good in defeat, really, really good in defeat. MJF will will get even more heat because of the way that he will go about uh, beating the guy who was already injured and everything else. And this is gonna be a future pay per view main event, easily, one hundred percent. And this match is gonna be a future pay per view main event. And this can be, like you said, this can be kind of like the, the seeds being planted for a future feud with these uh, two young guys, man. This is going to be huge. Yeah, listen, um, you know, we talk about MJF having opponents and the lack thereof of a major name. I don't know if Tony Khan's going to be able to develop a major name that soon. You know, you got your Kenny Omegas, you got your Brian Danielsons. That, that's great. That's great. But what I feel AEW needs to do is they need to get back on track and give us the people that the fans want to see. Fans want to see more of Ricky Starks. Jesse, we talked about Eddie Kingston potentially for an opponent against MJF at Revolution. What if we get Ricky Starks in a major storyline with MJF, and that is the main event of Revolution? I don't think I'd mind that. Bro, Destiny FOMO is a new member of yours, man. Yes, I know. I saw. I have to... What the fuck is going on there, bro? I have to... uh, Where's my thing? Uh... What, what, what is going on there, bro? I don't know. Why are you asking questions, Bruh. Anything you want to talk about there, bro? What are you? What? what why are you? Why are you asking questions, man? I'm just throwing stuff out there, man. Go ahead. What, 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 what were you talking about, man? I don't know. I lost track. I lost. I uh, lost uh, my focus here because. Uh, well, I could see why you would lose your focus, bro. Happens all the time. That's, um, a, that's a that's a lot. That's a lot of focus to be needed, man. That's a... what okay. was I saying? 
I don't I don't know, bro. Ricky Starks. Huh. Main event for Revolution. What do you think? Oh, I'm sorry. I was <laughs> scrolling through our page. Ricky All Starks, right. bro. Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks is 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 the future, man. Ricky Starks, Jungle Boy, MJF. You know, we're looking at the 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 future OGs of AEW, man. So I like I like this origin story they're building for Starks. Um, underdog. Uh, Ricky Starks is a weird hybrid, man. He can play babyface, he can play heel. He hates this comparison, but just like The Rock, <laughs> you know. I'm sorry, man. The, the guy is very charismatic, and he can do it all, man. He can do it all. Yeah. Nah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, listen, I'm going to enjoy that match. I think it's going to be great. It's going to be very interesting to see them in the ring uh, going face-to-face, promo-to-promo. So uh, I'm excited about that. And the injury is going to give uh, Tony Khan and Ricky Starks a nice out. So I like it. Moving on here, we got the Trios Championship. We got Death Triangle. This is Pac Lucha Brothers. Against the elite, Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, Matt, Nick Jackson, Don Callis on commentary. Got the whole crew out there. Brandon Cutler, Nakazawa's out there. This is match number two of the best of seven series. And this was tremendous. Uh, Listen, uh, I don't know why this wasn't the main event. Um, I I, I thought Jericho and Ishii was was a great match. Don't get me wrong. Chris Jericho's fantastic. I'll I'll talk about, uh, I'll give Jericho his uh, flowers as usual at the end of the show. But why wasn't this the main event? I don't know. This was the I most. I, this I, is the biggest thing on the entire show, just based on who is involved and what the fuck you're doing here with the match being best of seven. The Ring of Honor Championship should not be above this shit right now. No, I I think it's a it's a possibility that they misjudged the heat that they were going to get tonight. I I mean I I think they misjudged it. I, I I didn't. I don't think they anticipated that much heat. Because if they knew, then this match would have closed. Yeah. Somebody asked what my light level is in Destiny. 1,600, bro. Conquer title. 16. I don't think they were talking about the game, though. You conquered Destiny, man. (laughs) No. Is that what you're saying? Which weapon am I taking in, bro? I I got to go with my my Fate Bringer, bro. The the Fate Bringer? The Fate Bringer. I don't know, man. I think you might need a little sidearm. A little sidearm? Yeah. They're the worst weapons in the game. What are you talking about? I mean, you don't have an LMG. I mean, but... <laughs> I mean, this... The fuck I mean, do you but, know, man? I mean, but, bruh, it's okay. Take whatever weapon you got, man. You, you gotta... You gotta reach your destiny, bruh. <laughs> hey. Hey, it is, man. Um, Actually, I'm not 60. I'm 15. I think I'm 15. I think I stopped at 1590, to be honest with you. You know? I stopped oh, playing, yeah. bro. Hey, we're, no modern war, we're Modern Warfare 2 geeks now. This guy's at level 125 already. I'm fucking behind him now. I'm level 103. 103. I'm, a, I'm a like 130 at this point, man. Bro, the M13 is the best gun in the game. Are you using different guns, bro? The M13 is the best gun in the game. Okay, that's why The one that you got to go get so... uh, in the DMZ mode, bro, you got to go get it. That's why your level is so low. The fuck you talking about? Rank up other weapons. Bro, bro. When, I, when I like something, I like something. I don't change <laughs> Enjoy your low level. Hope you like that one, man. Yeah, all right, whatever. Maybe I'll one day you'll reach your destiny, man. Anyway, um, this match basically had everything. This ba- this match basically had everything. This was uh, basically the CM Punk. Let's shit on CM Punk for twenty minutes. 
basically uh, what this was. Chicago shit on CM Punk, then they loved him. Then we got uh, Kenny Omega biting. Uh, I don't know whose <laughs> arm it was because I was laughing so hard. I'm like, he's biting this guy's arm. We got Matt Jackson botching a fucking Adam Page uh, buckshot lariat. What was he? What was he doing on the apron, bro? You said he was doing something on the apron. He was like motioning to his fucking pelvis. What was he doing on the apron? No, no, Matt. When the camera, when he when he thought the camera wasn't looking, when he thought the camera was in the ring. Matt goes off into the corner, off into the corner, trying to get out a camera shot, and he's just fucking antagonizing the fucking crowd. He's just fucking going to ham to the point where the hard camera was watching the ring. And then you saw people in the, you know, on the front row, like motioning down to the corner, like, fuck you. He's getting all riled up and everything. That's because Matt's back there just laying into the fucking crowd. I mean, he's just healing the shit up, man. They are so good at what they do. So good. This was great. I mean, I actually, I actually enjoyed this match more than the one at the pay-per-view. Yes. Just because of Chicago. Yep, that was so good, man. So, the Elite are down two zip. I mean, it, it just feels like they're going to be down three zip and come back and make a monumental comeback uh, like uh, like the Yankees against fucking... Uh, no, who was it? Boston against New York, right? Or was it the other way around? I don't, I don't remember. Well, they're going to be down it, three up. And then they go to L.A. And then they go to L.A. Mm-hmm. and they get the home field advantage, right? <laughs> so, um... Risky business here as Omega Pack had a little uh, series of reversals. Pack, uh, he uh, he and Omega, man, I could watch them go all day. Nick was uh, punting Pack in the face. Matt hit a moonsault off the post to wipe out Phoenix and Penta. Omega hit the Kotaro crusher on Pack, isolated him. They beat down Pack through a commercial break. Omega bit the pa- the bit the arm of Pack to give him another reference to the brawl out situation. <laughs> Penta got the hot tag, ran wild with some offense. You know, signature offense, uh, sling blades and DDTs, uh, springboard, hurricanrana. Um, Omega and Pac go back at it. Chicago fans started chanting, this is awesome. There was a fuck CM Punk chant. There was a CM Punk chant. Fuck the elite chant. I mean, it was all over the place. So Pac was wearing this face mask. I don't know why, but he was wearing this face mask. Snapdragon from Omega. Pac's face mask was, face mask was ripped off. He ate a triple super kick from the Elite. Nick wiped out Penta and Phoenix with a dive. Omega hit a V-trigger, which looked brutal. Pack avoided a one-winged angel. Omega hit a GTS to make the Chicago crowd go even more crazy. <laughs> they were pissed off. Pack kicked out at a two, and uh, basically, uh, Pack or Omega, rather, using a move telling us that CM Punk's finish is garbage because Pack kicked out at a two. It's not better than the one-winged angel. It's not anyway, but uh, Kenny Omega with a little inside reference there. So uh, after the GTS, Phoenix bailed Pack out from eating a Meltzer driver by the Bucks. Phoenix did a tope. Matt with a low blow on Pack. He handed and was handed the hammer by Brandon Cutler. So before he could use it, Penta appeared behind Matt with a hammer of his own, laid him out, and Pack saw this, took advantage. One, two, three. And the death triangle go up 2-0. This match was not for the trio championships. I believe uh, whoever wins this best of seven is the trio championship. Loved it. Fantastic. Man. Everything about it, loved it. I don't know why what it wasn't the main event, but I loved it. What a fucking match, dude. And and, and the crowd, I, it, I say the crowd probably made it about 30% better than what it should have been. 
I mean, it was just so fucking put. It was just put over that much more because of the crowd reaction. And they, these guys are so good at drawing out heat when they smell it. It's like a shark in the, with blood in the water. They gravitate to it. They immediately start working heel. A lot like the Jericho Ishii match at the main event. Soon as the, so he had a foreigner out there. You know, it's a marked town. And they know all about Jericho. They know what he's there to do. And so right away, as soon as the match starts, Jericho goes and slaps him in the face right away. You know, he fl- he flips off the crowd. He's like, ding, ding, ding. Flip off the crowd. Get the booze. Let them know, hey, I'm working heel tonight. Cheer this guy. We're trying to get him over. And that's exactly what happens. I mean, they know how to work live crowds. You know, the elite, no different. You know? Master trollers. Yes. Yes. They are complete social media trolls. Love it. Um, I will say this, though. In closing about the elite, you could say you could choose sides. You could choose punk side. You could choose the elite side. We could talk about this to fucking to kingdom come this whole brawl out situation. I'm glad the elite are back because the show actually feels like AEW dynamite again with the elite being back. So you could boo them all the fuck you want. I'm glad that they're back. And the fact that they're back, AEW dynamite feels complete. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's, That's all I have to say about that. Renee Paquette was on stage and announced that due to injuries to Thunder Rosa and uncertainty of when she can return, AEW was asked, or asked her, at rather, uh, to forfeit the women's championship. This got a massive ovation from the crowd because they knew what was coming next. Jamie Hayter was announced as the undisputed AEW Women's World Champion interim in the fucking mud. Goodbye. Rip Baker is out there with Jamie Hader and Rebel. And Jamie Hader was asked a question by Renee, and Britt Baker immediately took over the segment and talked over Jamie and spoke on her behalf and said that they never even considered the interim championship for us three ladies. So you, you already see it starting to develop, Jesse. Britt Baker is going to slowly but surely crack Jamie Hayter to a point where it's like, bitch, I'm the fucking champion. Get the fuck behind me. Yep. It's coming. I mean, they're planting the seeds for it. I mean, it, it, it makes sense. You know, it all lines up. I figured they would have done this with the TBS title with Jamie Hayter beating Jade. And then they can mix it up over that one. And then they can start another storyline with the, other world title, but here we are with this one. Jade's still champion. Some reason. No, this is not because Jamie Hader can't speak. What is the entire division besides Brit a fucking mute? What are they, minds? That's, that's what we're led to believe. No one gets mic time but Britt Baker. Holy shit. Let the as woman... Soon, let, listen, as, I get this is going to be part of a story, but let her fucking talk, please. Don't make the same mistakes again. As, as soon as Thunder Rosa became champion, what did they do? They immediately kept her away from the, the live crowds and the microphone. Remember JD that? has hair underneath his hat. Yes, I do. My hair is very long now. I'm okay. growing it out, bro. Good for you, man. Yeah. Growing my beard out, too. I don't know if you noticed. You know what's not growing? Your Call of Duty uh, level, man. It's okay. I got my Destiny level. Nobody I got that over you. Destiny is like the impact of fucking video games right now, man. Fuck out of here. Nobody's fucking playing Destiny. Fuck out of here. Destiny's one of the best games ever, man. It's my favorite game. 
right now. Right now it's in lull. You're in the off season. It is in lull. You're in off season. This show was in lull. Thank God they put on two great shows back to back. Let's not it's not a shriek yet. If they have a great show next week, three is a shriek. But uh I'm excited to see what his reset is doing. They are changing things up as they move along. So Yes. No, I'm not bald. I am going bald, but I'm not bald. I wear a hat all the time, man. My grandpa used to wear a hat every day. Every day. Anyway. Um, Mello. Tay Mello. Anna Jay. Willow Nightingale. Man. Sky Blue. Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. I don't know. I don't know, but I, I, I could play the doc clip again. You guys want to see the doc clip? Let me see. Do I have it queued up here? Let's see. Hold on. Yeah. There you go. I sing this song. I don't even know. of this match, bro. Why do I even try? Why do I even try? Bruh, man. Listen, so, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, on, bro. Listen, I'll on, tell you. Before, wait, before you wait. even say anything, man, this is all I'll say. Sky Blue has a wicked uh, code red. Gorgeous. Is that what they call it? All right. So, <laughs> so we had our first match that broke the taco rating scale yesterday on my watch along. And it was, oh man, it was oh, Jamie Hader versus Sky Blue, bro. I mean, bro, listen, I don't think there's enough measurements on the Richter scale for that. Bro. That's a wrestling man. fan's fucking, fucking wet dream, bro. Bro. Oh, man. Listen, man. Tony Brown, where are you, bro? You got enough meat to last you for the rest of the year, bro. Seriously. Yeah, Enough man, meat to last was... you till uh, at least the Royal Rumble. Ooh, man. Bruh. I don't know. And this match was even more, bruh. Bruh. There was Let's a lot here. It. I mean, listen, this was, this. I mean. Oh. I love Jungle Boy, man. I do. Jungle Boy's a lucky man. But uh, Anna Jay, a little, a little rough in the ring, bro. A little rough in the ring. Tay is Tay is all, all right. A little, a little rough in there. Will and Nightingale's fine. Sky Blue didn't really do much of anything in there outside that code red. And uh, Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker, clearly the two stars of this match. Who do you think won? I have no idea who won. I don't, I don't know. Britt who Baker won? got the pin, and Jamie <laughs> Hayter's the world champion. So uh, you see it uh, even developing there. 
Even Britt took the title from the referee and handed it to Jamie Hader herself. So, you know, these, you little, these little things there are going to lead to a uh, potential match between Britt and Jamie and then eventually Britt leaving. Uh, or uh, Jamie, rather, leaving the group, which is a good thing. She needs to be on her own. But kudos to Tony Khan for making this decision, man. He sees that the fans love Jamie Hader. There's no reason why she needs to be an interim. She's the undisputed. Great. It is good. I mean, it it doesn't add to the, the lackluster run of Tony Storm. You know, even if you change it in retrospect, it just wasn't a good run for Tony Storm. Nah. Nah, this was... Uh, this was uh, the short end of the stick, for sure. No one has had a good run with that title but Britt Baker. You notice that? No you one. don't say. No one. Wow, they're calling me fucking shocked, man. Holy shit. Wow. What oh. a great run. Did, uh, did uh, wait, wait, wait. Riho had a good run, right? Or Oshida? You guys remember I, those runs? Nyla Rose, maybe? Hi, Brittany. Hi, Brett. Listen, you, I, listen. Good stuff. No, I'm, it's good stuff. Well, I can't, well, listen, the sto- story. Long-term booking. I can't shit on it. It's in the fucking intro. I can't shit on it. You know? It's the truth, man. And there have been better wrestlers than her, you know, I mean, but it's 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 in the booking. Yeah. That's what we need. Long-term booking. I don't know. It's in the intro. I got me. I got uh, emotes in the chat, right? The way AW came to uh, be, right? Long-term booking. Love. Uh, top flight. They were backstage with Renee, and they challenged FTR for the ROH tag team titles on Rampage Friday. Apparently, uh, uh, Dante Martin was injured at the taping, and uh, somebody has uh, one of them voodoo dolls somewhere. I don't know who they pissed off in this lifetime or the last lifetime, but clearly somebody. <laughs> Fucking sticking pins in the voodoo doll, man. These guys are fucking cursed if that's the case. We don't know how bad the injury is, but he was getting a lot of attention in the ring and they stopped the match to check on him. So that's not good. That's not good. Top flight will never get a chance. <laughs> that's what it's starting to look like, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. Somebody fucking hates Top Flight out there. I don't know. Seriously. But I do feel like Dante will get some um, very good care as he recovers from his injury. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. He's a lucky man. Sky's the limit, man. Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. There is no limit on that. None. <laughs> none, none, none whatsoever. Dante, well, we love you, bro. Big fans. Big fans. Chris Jericho. Defeated Tomohiro Ishii to retain the ROH World Championship. Again, you know, I could sit here and tell you that the Elite and the Death Triangle should have ended the show and this should have been in the middle of the show, but Jericho, man, it's hard to deny Chris Jericho's greatness in 2022. He seems to just be on a completely inhuman level. I, I Listen, I get it, Ring of Honor. I, I want it to go away just as badly as everybody else. Jesse, the same thing. But you cannot deny that at the end of the year, when you look at everything that happened this year, Jericho's run that he's had in AEW and this, this little run with the Ring of Honor Championship, nobody can deny that it has not been a highlight of 2022. The matches he's put on, the work he's put in, 
the 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 value he has been to AEW. I mean, Jericho outside Moxley, bro, one of the MVPs of AEW um, for the year of 2022. He may be one of the MVPs in all of pro wrestling, period, at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, man, how can you deny it, man? Can't. I mean, I don't I don't know what to say. I, I have no interest in the Ring of Honor title right now. I have no interest in um the heat that came into this match with Ishii and, and Jericho. Um, but at about about three to four minutes into the match, I was invested. I was hooked. Yeah. It get it got interesting, it got good, it got to another gear, then it got into a third gear. It was really good, man. Yeah, and the fact that Jericho's chest was bleeding from the massive shots of Ishii, uh, that just added to the overall visual of this match. Um, Jericho missed a co-breaker, and Ishii missed a Inzuguri. Both guys collided off shoulder blocks. Jericho went down. Go to commercial break. We're going to pick it up. Right after the commercial break, these two just continued to chop each other like nothing else. Jericho's chest was bleeding at how hard Ishii's chops were. Unbelievable. So there was a Chop Forever chant in Chicago. (laughs) Jericho's chest was just completely bloodied. Jericho switched to clotheslines in the corner, went up for 10 punches. Ishii powerbombed out for two. Both guys were on the apron. Jericho did a DDT on the hardest part of the ring. Ishii's head and neck fucking folded over on the apron. He falls to the outside. I mean, he got up eventually. I mean, all these strong style Japan guys do. So he rolls to the outside. Jericho landed on his arm, uh, falling to the outside. Both guys are down. I guess Ishii Ishii has no neck because that would have fucking crippled a normal guy. Um, He was up pretty quickly. Uh, The slugfest between the two continued in the ring. Each guy was trading German suplexes until Ishii collapsed. Jericho hit a lion salt. Ishii got up at one. This is where the crowd really got back into it. Jericho hit a cold breaker. Ishii kicked out again. Ishii avoided the Judas effect, delivered a headbutt right on Jericho as he went down, uh, sliding lariat by Ishii. Jericho kicked out. Jericho countered a brain buster into walls of Jericho attempt. Ishii countered into a cold breaker. Another huge lariat goes for cover, gets a two count. Ishii started to just go at Jericho forearms. Jericho shot the uh, double leg, and then he got the walls of Jericho, transitioned into a lion tamer. Ishii flipped off Jericho and then tapped out to the Lion Tamer. Uh, post-match, Jericho ran up the ramp. He was about to go after Ian Riccoboni because he's got this thing about uh, disgracing Ring of Honor. And he hasn't gotten, I think he's gotten to Riccoboni once before. But Claudio cut him off with an uppercut to drop the ROH uh, champion at the end of the show right on the top of the ramp. And it looks like, Jesse, I even posed this on Twitter with my tweet. Who is Jericho going to defend that title against? At final battle, is it going to be somebody else, or have we seen Claudio come out, come and save the day? And we're looking at Claudio as the next challenger for the Ring of Honor title at final battle. Yeah, they just told us who the next challenger is right there. I don't. That's I it. mean, I don't mind it. No, uh, I mean we've seen it before, but uh, he's. I don't think he's gotten a rematch. Brian's got his rematch, but Claudio hasn't. Here's what: if I'm a if I'm a hardcore ROH fan, I feel like. I feel like Vince McMahon just absorbed ECW and made Big Show champion. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel like it's ROH anymore at its at its core, at its essence. It feels like it's 
just another couple of titles being thrown around by Tony Khan. Yeah. That's if I'm an if if I'm an if I'm a hardcore fan. So it's kind of hard. I mean, you know, it, it just feels like he just sucked the blood right out of ROH and then he wants to label it as ROH. They feel like I wouldn't be enjoying this. And as an AEW fan, I'm not enjoying it. So I don't know, man. Yeah, man, I agree. I agree. Uh, all in all, great show tonight, man. I thought tonight yes. was excellent. And it had the energy that we missed. It had the intensity that we missed. It had the vibe of the dynamite that we missed. Full Gear was great. Dynamite, the follow-up was great. Looking forward to next week, man, where we actually see Max. Maxwell Jacob Friedman announced to everybody why he is in cahoots with William Regal. Must see TV is MJF, right? I told you guys, when before it happened, months before it happened, that first promo was world champion. You are not going to want to miss that. And this is perfect. Give them give him to us every other week or so, and then give us a match once a month or so, and then at the pay-per-views. Perfect. Perfect amount of MJ. Let him cut promos every time he comes out, but in the ring, save him. You know, yeah. his, his, his appearances... Make them sporadic. You know, don't flood us with MJF. Love it. I just ordered two bottles of Doc's whiskey, man. Black steel whiskey. I can't wait to make my old-fashioned with it. And man, do I make a great old-fashioned, let me tell you. Did you see uh, my tweet from uh, Kanosuke Takesta? Yes. An old-fashioned? Yes, Takesta, indulging in an old-fashioned. He's a man of fine taste. Takesta. man. I like him even more. I'm trying to indulge in some of this FOMO stuff, man. This is... Listen. Man. Get your mind out of the gutter, bro. Bro, you been holding out on me, man? No. I mean, I thought we all supposed to share all of our friends. I don't share, bro. Oh, come on, man. I don't share. Come anyway, on. we're going to get into the Super Chats in uh, just a second. Guys, uh, hit that thumbs up. I see 761 likes. I don't know why we don't have 1,000. We have 21 in here, 2,100 in here, all stream. If you guys are in the chat and have not hit the thumbs up, I'm going to need you to hit it, hit the thumbs up, 1,000 minimum on the post show tonight. I will be live tomorrow before the Thanksgiving festivities. I think I'll be doing uh, episode 454 tomorrow. So if you guys are going to look for that, I'll probably have it set up tonight. Um, and yes, get them on in here. We're going to hang out with some uh, cool tunes. I got some new tunes on here. We had some... Uh, uh, what do I got here? Anyway, let's get to the Super Chats. Uh, we're going to start at the top here. We got Joseph Taylor with a $5 Super Chat. J- uh, JD Jesse, favorite Sting match and favorite Rey Mysterio match. Bro, you pull out these random fucking match requests. I got to go back and do some research, man. I'm going to have to yeah. take a rain check on it. <laughs> now watched a, a legit Sting match in a long ass time, man. Me neither. And Rey Mysterio? I don't know, man. Kurt Angle. Rey Mysterio? Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know. Joseph Taylor with another $5 super chat. JD, how do you like... JD and Jesse, how do you guys like your steak? I like my medium rare with a little pink inside. I like my steaks medium. Medium. My hamburgers, I like medium well because I don't like a, a soggy, bloody bun. Yes. Um, thank you, Joseph Taylor, for the very peculiar question. Francis Loop with a $5 super chat. How do you get Tom Phillips to be a good commentator? 
send Jim over to Elevation and learn from Daddy Magic Matt Menard because he's amazing. Okay, is that a riddle or a joke or something? Send Jim. Who's Jim? Or is it supposed to be him? Hi, Francis Loop. I don't know what what you got going on, bro. I'm gonna have to give you. Uh, I'm gonna have to give you the. Uh, Gotta give you the I gotta give you the thumbs down, bro. I don't know what I don't know what's going on here. Hey, you just raised your overall volume, not your Yes, I know. Pretty annoying. Uh Tony Brown with a 199. Oh yeah, I forgot to talk about the Jay Cargill segment, bro. Oh man! Tony what are we missing out on? Nothing! Nothing! <laughs> She kicked out Kiara Hogan. Goodbye. We, we, inti- we intentionally skipped it. Jake Hager's purple hat was more interesting. The fucking crowd making obscene noise was more interesting than uh, anything Jade Cargill had to say in the last 12 months, man. Who cares? Who is she wrestling next? Who cares? Bow Wow. We've seen clips of that. Oh, my fucking God. Please, for the love wow. of God. No! No. Am I the only one that didn't know that Jay Cargill was married to Brandon Phillips? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm surprised, I'm surprised you did. Oh, you of all people didn't know that. I didn't. I, had, I don't know what the hell Brandon Phillips was doing since he stopped playing baseball, man. I have no idea. He's a former Atlanta Brave. Is he? Yeah. Ah, former Red Sox, too. I didn't start following him until Philly. Um, Tony Brown, my delicious red velvet. Yeah, she's back. Yeah, she is. Looking good. She's back. Looking good. Looking good. Michelle Moran with a $2 super chat. I feel we are getting Moxie versus Brian again. Of course we are. I don't fucking care. Give it to me. Great. Give me that best of seven series over the course of a couple of years. Brian doesn't want to be a world champion, bro. Has no interest in Nope. And he's already talking about retirement. Yep. And he wants his, his last match to be in front of 300 people. Give the guy what he wants. He's he's earned it. Give him what he wants. Now, to be clear, Brian is nowhere near full, I mean, flat out 100% retirement. He's close to he's close to being done um traveling and working full time. Yes. So he'll he'll come back for marquee matches at a pay-per-view here and he'll get his part-time schedule. He certain legends deserve and earn to come wrestle whenever the fuck they want to. And Brian is no exception. Golden Boy with a $5 super chat. Hey, JD and Jesse, just wanted to say happy Thanksgiving to both of you and to the OTS family. Cheers to everyone. Stay safe and enjoy. Thank you, Golden Boy, as always, brother. Same to you. Um, Rivals, burgers, and steaks. I guess this is why uh, Francis, not Francis, uh, Joseph Taylor asked about uh, our specific type of steak. Hey, OTS family, I enjoyed Dynamite tonight. Super excited about the review. JD and Jesse are the best OTS for life. Thank you, brother. I'll take a nice skirt steak, medium. Philly. Some chimichurri. I said Philly. I was thinking red and white. Cincy. Brendan Phillips played for Cincy. Oh, yes, he did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Susan D'Ambrosio with a 13-month. By the way, Rivals was a 21-month VIP. Thank you, brother. Uh, Susan D'Ambrosio with a 13-month VIP. 
Just want to say uh, to wish you, JD, Jesse, and the OTS family and your families a happy Thanksgiving. Be safe, everyone. Love you all. Thank you, Susan. Thank you. Thank you. Tyler B., 11 months. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone in the OTS venue. Thank you, Tyler B. Munchy time with a 20-month membership. Just a few more months to the golden microphone. How you liking Sonic Frontiers music? The game may be lackluster, but the music is fire. Happy Thanksgiving. The soundtrack is very good, man. Um, I mean, it's not my favorite soundtrack. I mean, obviously, I'd go with a Final Fantasy VII or a Chrono Trigger over that. Um, just my type of game. But, uh, yeah, I heard the game was only 20 hours, and I haven't really had the itch to buy it yet. It's, it seems like one of those games that I'm going to buy when it's on sale. Uh, but happy Thanksgiving, brother. Eddie Foster with six months. JD and Jesse, happy Thanksgiving. Dynamite was a great show. Highlight of the night for me was the return of the House of Black. Be safe, yeah. guys. OTS for life. Yes. Glad that they're back. Angel de Jesus. Or de Jesus. Nine ninety nine. Happy holidays, everyone. Hope everyone has a safe and bountiful Thanksgiving. Angel, likewise, brother. Dom Wapo with a 199 Super Jack. Can AEW go somewhere else, not Chicago, for God's sakes? Like Connecticut? Yeah, let me go to Wilkes Barely Alive, Pennsylvania. Yes. Sorry if the Chicago crowds are no longer entertaining for you, man. Yeah. So, Dom so Wapo. I'm gonna have to. So, I'm gonna I, listen, Dom Wapo. I don't want to have to do it to you, bro. I really don't want to have to do it to you, but uh... think about it this way, guy. Think about it this way: if you get the crowd reaction that you got tonight, and they just told you it was a different city, they just told you it was Detroit or what the fuck ever, would you feel better? It's just the fact that they're physically in Chicago makes you upset because the crowd was live. If the crowd was dead, then I'd be with you. Like, get the fuck out of Chicago. But but it's exciting. Why are you upset that you're getting an exciting crowd? I don't know. I don't get it. No clue. Tom Wapo, you got to uh, listen, bro. Take it easy. Go grab a drink and then come back when you're uh, fucking at least half buzzed. No sober individual would uh, say that in a super chat. Tyler B with a $10 super chat. AW feels back. It's, it's two shows, bro. We'll see. Thank you, JD and Jesse, for all that you do for the community. Thank you, Tyler B. It's like it's like saying, I'm so tired of Jamie Hayter coming out here <sighs> with all this booty meat. I wish he would cover everything up. Uh, cake. I just seen Cake Super Chat come in. He says, TNA sucks. I forgot to talk about Jeff Jarrett, bro. Apparently, uh, Jeff Jarrett are going to be challenging for uh, Tag Team Gold. Jay Lee. Oh, wait, oh, wait, wait. wait. I, I, get, I get a comment on this one. Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett, bro. The, Jeff Jarrett was met with TNA sucks chance in Chicago. Man, that, may, that may have been one of the best chances of the entire night. I mean... That's the cool thing about going to towns like Chicago, New York. The Bro, the acclaim versus the Jeff fuck? Jarrett and Jay Lethal for the tag team titles? Dude, Why? The, these crowds are going to tell you what the fans are thinking. So when Tony Khan comes to cities like this and, you know, they go into, you know, inner city New York, 
they're listening because these hardcore fans will let you know what the rest of the fucking fans are probably pretty much thinking. And you know what? Get Jeff Jarrett off TV. Please put him in the back. Manager. Bro, if Jeff coach. Jarrett is challenging for the tag team titles, man, I listen, you don't have other tag teams in that division that you got to go to Jeff Jarrett? Really? Producer. I mean, the job you hired him for, it's great. They, they they need his knowledge in that locker room. 100%. Yes, the claim the claim don't need Jeff Jarrett. Not in the ring. Not in the ring. Uh, Nick Williams, thank you for the $100 super chat again, brother. Happy Thanksgiving, JD and Jesse. OTS for life with that said. Dynamite was good. Can we bring back the rankings? I don't think they're coming back, bro. They didn't use them. It's too hard to book. They didn't use them. Also, huge announcement. Streaming one of your favorite games on YouTube late 2022 or early 2023. You guys are invited, bro. I'll bring the cold beverages. Absolutely. Thank you, Nick. Ulysses getting Usi Smith with a $5 super chat. Seeing online, it's annoying the hate for the elite, not just because the all-out thing, but even before that, maybe it's just because Jim Cornette fans are annoying. I don't know. I don't listen. They can hate all they want. Them being back gives dynamite that dynamite feel. Edward Sarenson with a five-dollar super chat. I can't believe Kenny stole Kenta's finisher tonight. Take it up with Kenta. You could actually meet him at Club Laboom at the House of Glory, December 17th. Oh, I like what he did there. JP5150 with a 26-month membership. JD, I just crafted a new old-fashioned with proof whiskey sour on ice this, this evening. It's actually got an interesting taste. Uh, bro, whiskey sours and old-fashions are two separate drinks. I'm not missing a whis- mis- mixing a whiskey, whiskey sour. I can't even fucking talk. Whiskey sour and an old-fashioned. Jesse likes his whiskey sours. I'll drink a whiskey sour. It may have to be heavy on the whiskey and light on the sour, but yeah. I'll drink a whiskey sour. Yeah, standard old-fashioned for me, which I'll be using Dr. Disrespect's whiskey hopefully in a week or so because I ordered two bottles. $68 a bottle for a fucking Dr. D whiskey. Believe that? Wait, he has his own whiskey? Yes. How? Did he, did he Go buy to Kentucky, a whiskey you, you, meet, you, you, meet, you meet with a master distiller, and you get your own whiskey. Crafted. I should do that. It's actually one of the goals for 2023. There you go. I wish I would. See, I'm not balling out of control like that. For what? To get your own whiskey? My own whiskey. Yeah. That's not me. I live amongst the common folk, man. Yeah? Yeah, that's just meager means, you know, regular, regular coffee, you know, Bud Light, you know. Well, now that I'm working out with a personal trainer, bro, the cold beverages are going to have to be cut down in half. Oh, no. Bro. Yeah, in man. half? Is that going to be enough for you, man? I don't know. I don't know. I don't drink to get drunk anyway. I, I've uh, had my moments where I have one too many. But uh, that was Thanksgiving, man. What are you going to do now? What am I going to do? I don't know. I'm going to bring my Nintendo Switch with Pokemon Violet so I I don't get bored. Yeah, my boy Evil Genius is training me, man. I've been uh, I've been in Manhattan all week. Good, man. That's yeah. good. That's so good. hopefully That's... by revolution, bro, you're going to see a, a slim down JD that could do two pull-ups, Jade. Bruh, two. Two. In the same day? In the same set, bro. No, in the same. Oh, come on. In the same set, bro. I may, I may even pull out a third. There he is, genius in the chat list, fucking creeping around like a fuck, like Batman. Look, 
Anyway, happy so far. Had a good day today. Actually, looking forward to Monday. Um, let's, let's get through this. We gotta play some spec up. We're running some yeah, spec ops tonight. Well, I gotta play. Uh, I gotta play kill confirm. No, you don't, man. Why do you have to play kill confirm? Because I love kill confirm. Um, what level are you again? Joseph Taylor with three dollars super chat. Maybe TK will book Elite vs. Punk and FTR soon. Yeah, just look forward to tomorrow, bro. Uh, yeah, you're gonna do that on AW Fight Forever for the uh, yeah, right. PlayStation Five, bro. Right. Davon with a new membership. Thank you, Davon. What are you drinking tonight, brother? Cake with a two dollars super chat. Tay, Jay, Layla, Sky Blue, Jamie, Willow. I love cake. Says the cake with two dollars super chat. I think he wants to have his cake and eat it too. Bro, you got more cake in that Bro. match to last year till WrestleMania 40. Duncan Hines. <clears throat> Jamarcus Shaw with a 499 super chat. What's good, guys? Hope y'all are and everything is good. Can y'all see Thunder Rose and WWE under Papa H in a couple years? Sure. Yeah, why not? It's gonna make uh if it makes sense financially and family-wise for Thunder Rose, sure. Well, a I lot of traveling with Triple H, bro. It's a lot of travel. That's what people don't understand. A lot of travel on the road. Personally, I think that um, if she's done with AEW, I think she's done wrestling. She does have Mission Pro Wrestling, too, right? Yeah. That's also uh, a big question mark. Will uh, WWE allow her to run another promotion? Another promotion, right. I think she's done wrestling, man. at least on the big scene. Francis Loop with a five-dollar super chat. If you want Alexa Bliss to turn heel, then it must be the way Kurt Hennig did it in War Games, nineteen ninety-seven, when he turned on the Four Horsemen and joined the NWO. I don't know, but uh, I I just have a feeling Bliss is turning heel on Saturday. For some That's reason, me. man. Out of all of the, you know, the the legendary, the the epic bloody war games matches that we've gotten over the course of the years. It seems to me, and there's maybe it's just a me thing and not remembering them all. Maybe I got to go back and watch, but the best heel turn of a war games match was Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox. Yeah. That I thought that was a great turn. Great, man. Uh, completely out of left field. Nobody expected that shit to happen. Man, it was so good. It was so, it was thorough. It was so good and believable. It was Genius, go was get great. some sleep, bro. I don't even know why the fuck you're here, bro. Just go close your eyes, man. Holy shit. He hasn't been to sleep yet. No. Um, Vicious Sid Justice with a $10 super chat. What's up, JD and Jesse? People have been saying Dynamite has been feeling flat lately, saying it's been missing something. Clearly, that something was the elite. Those guys have been missed. Yes, bro. I said this three times tonight. I'm going to say for a fourth. The elite being back has given Dynamite the feeling of Dynamite again. No matter what you think about them, the show feels complete with them there. Yeah, it does. Robert Lamont with a five-dollar super chat. If I was Tony Khan, I have CM Punk, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, Adam Page in the same room. Talk it out. He'll bring in a relationship therapist. Oh, God, dude. I mean, uh, I don't know, man. Gonna, Would that work? You're going to call him Dr. Selby? Yeah. Let's get uh, Sasha and Bailey's guy. Yeah. Or uh, Brian and Kane's guy, right? It's Dr. Shelby. Yeah. Uh, Francis Dr. Shelby. No, yeah, no, thank you. Um, Robert Lamoa, thank you so much, brother. Uh, Francis Luke with a $10 Super Jet. Honestly, these War Games matches should be five-on-five tag team elimination matches. These feuds do not justify a War Games match just because it's November. 
It should only be when the feud calls for it. Bro, what the fuck are you talking about? The ladies have been brewing since SummerSlam, and that was July. It's October. It's November. The fuck are you talking about, man? The Brawling Brutes, they've been feuding with the Bloodline for, for, for months. <laughs> Where you been, Thank bro? You. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you for the super chat, Francis Lou. I don't want to stop the music again, but I may have to boo you on that one, bro. Final super chat. The women's matches on Dark were really good. We may be getting Mercedes Martinez versus Athena at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view after Athena played out Aubrey Edwards. Yeah, she knocked out Aubrey, man. Listen, man, that could be a good match. Yeah. I, I mean, to be honest, I would have I would have saved a spot like that at least for television. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, she decked Ar- Aubrey, knocked her out of the ring, man. Huh. See what happens when I don't watch Dark? Yeah, man. It's tough. Jamarcus Shaw with a 499 OTS family. Today is my father's 76th birthday, and I lost him earlier this year. It's rough on me tonight. Just keep me in your prayers. Jamarcus, everybody in the chat, throw up those prayer emojis for Jamarcus. I wish him a happy Thanksgiving. Thoughts and prayers. Keandra Blue with a 499. You can tell this was for CM Punk versus MJF. They set it up for him to win in New York and then... Be in Punk City to follow up. He wasn't here. He wasn't on their show tonight. Thank Keandre. you for the super chat. Keandre, he, he wasn't there, bro. I, I don't know what show you watch. Maybe you watch next week's show because you uh, time travel to next week, bro. But he wasn't on the show tonight. Oh, Jesus Christ. Tony Brown. Relax, bro. Francis Loop with a $15 super chat. Sorry, laid out. There should be a first ever female blood and guts match in 2023 featuring the Ring of Honor women, heels versus AEW women babyface. Bro, I'm going to have to revoke your creative license, bro. Oh, man. ROH, Thunder Rosa, Athena, Tamelo, Anna J, and Marina Shafir. And I know he's trolling now because he included Marina Shafir. Uh, and Julia Hart versus AEW, Britt Baker, Soraya, Tony Storm, Hikaru Shida, Ruby Soho, and Sky Blue on TV, commercial free and overrun. No. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the super No. Absolutely, unequivocally, no. Joseph Taylor with a $2 Super Jack. Jesse has more kids than Nick Cannon. Yeah, man. I get kids. TK, listen. TK, hook me up, bro. Francis Luke with a $5 Super Jack. Sorry, Hikaru. Also, Anna J, Julia, Britt Baker, Sky Blue will bleed in that match after Blood and Guts War Games has big shows to fill. Big shoes to fill. You should have you quit while you were ahead, Francis. Cake with a $2 Super Jack. Keith Lee needs Shane Taylor in this feud. I'm not familiar with Shane Taylor, so I don't know who that is. Nick Williams with a $5 Super Jack. I love the triple threat women's match. Uh, Let me get some music on here. Hold on one second. Um, Nick Williams, I love the triple threat women's match. If Tony starts booking its women's division better, watch out. Stream hints. A franchise you're familiar with. I just want the division to be booked better, bro. I don't need any hints. Or clues or anything I'm familiar with. What I'm familiar with is good booking. Or or, or not really familiar with when it comes to AEW, but... Thank you, Nick. Golden Boy with a $2 Super Chat. I would love Adam Cole versus Malachi. Take my money. Yes, from TakeOver Philadelphia. Excellent match. I'd love to see that redone in AEW, no question. 
Destiny FOMO with a new membership, bro. What? You got a new membership? What is Destiny drinking tonight? I'd love to make her an old-fashioned. I'd love for her to make a video of it. All right. See. I got the best old-fashions in town. Thank you, Destiny. Why is she, why is she, why is she, why is she out of the blue a member of your channel, man? Why are you complaining? You said I was complaining. Ask the question. She's a VIP without the membership. I'm just no. Oh, okay, all right. I've never met her. I mean, like, I mean, I just like Issa. Issa's a member without. Issa's a VIP without the membership. And Roman. Roman. I must. We'll give Roman the fucking deed to the building. Right. But yeah. I know Issa, but I don't know this Destiny FOMO. Get acquainted, bro. I can't. Uh, I can't fill you in on your lack of uh, attentiveness. You feel destiny in? All right, let's move on. All right. Stu Sexton with a 33-month membership. Full Gear was a great show. Tonight's show was good. It's definitely getting back on track. Hope you all have a great Thanksgiving OTS for life. Stu Sexton, 33 fucking months, bro. A long fucking time, man. Wow. He's got that gold microphone. He's aiming for that championship belt. Wow. For 36 months, he's going to get I think he may be the second guy ever to get the championship belt. We got Tan May, who's ahead of him. And then we got the Mustang logo, bro, the, the pony. That's 48 months. Francis Loop with a $10 super chat. Mercedes Martinez wrestled uh, Sarah Del Rey Amato in the first Shimmer show back in 2005, I believe, in the Berwyn Eagles Club in Chicago. Jesse, have you heard of the club or even attended a show there? Berwyn. Um, no, Berwyn's out west. It's a west suburb. No, I'm familiar with a, a pretty popular hall over in, in Cicero, but I haven't been to the Berwyn, no. Cake with a $5 super chat. This felt like the elite of New Japan tonight. They had so much fun with this. I think Punk is coming back. They are about to make bank. Jesse seems not to think so, bro. Talked about that that? earlier. Maybe. Who knows? It is uh, a huge question mark, bro. What'd they say now? He thinks Punk is coming back. The cake. Oh. And he said this was the elite of New Japan tonight. There you go, man. I don't think so. Jesse doesn't think they're coming back, bro. It's not coming back, man. Chris with a four-month membership. Four months in this establishment. Thank you, JD. I would book Wyatt to win King of the Ring. Gets Roman at SummerSlam. Cody wins Royal Rumble. Gets Roman at WrestleMania. No. So Cody winning the Royal Rumble and loses to Roman at WrestleMania is what you're saying. No. Not putting Wyatt in a tournament. He's not wrestling that much. No. No. Seizure your property with a $5 super chat. How's Austin Theory not buried? The guy lost 51 times in 111. Uh, Seizure property. I don't know. Watch the show. Watch the show. I mean, they've, they've, they've... I think they pulled. I, I think they pulled a, a little bit of a turnaround from what they intended to do with it. I really do. I, I, I think they were gonna probably do something different. Maybe come back to him later. But I think with the, all the negative backlash of his cash in, I think they just. I think they just moved up that process. You know what? Fuck it. Let's do it right now. Yeah, First just, of all, just, just let, let, let's, right let, let's go back to let's go back to Chris and his uh, four month brother. Bray Wyatt winning King of the Ring. No. Austin Theory winning King of the Ring. Yes. Yeah. Austin Theory lasting all the way in the Royal Rumble till the final four to get eliminated after an hour. Yes. 
That's going to create a new star. That's exactly what I would do. I guess I don't know about you guys. Seizure. Watch the show, bro. Robert Lamo, two dot super jazz. Should MJF retire Brian Danielson? Uh, I think that's Brian Danielson's call for who he wants to retire, man. Um, I don't think MJF needs a rub like that. You know, maybe like a Garcia, a Yuta, someone like that. Yeah. You know, uh, Sammy Guevara, something like that. But I don't think that's a rub that MJF really needs. But. The cake with a two dollar super chat. TNA sucks. Ha 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 ha. Yes. Omega Con with a ten month membership. Going home to New York City and Philly for the holidays. Happy Thanksgiving, JD, Jesse, and everyone in the OTS venue. Cheers. Thank you, Omega Kong. Travel safe, bro. That's going to be... Uh, I don't envy anybody that has to travel tonight going into tomorrow. Jacob with a $5 super chat. Your review of the Jake Cargill segment got lost with your weekly impact live stream. Happy Thanksgiving to all. Bro, when Jade starts putting on compelling television, then maybe, maybe Jesse and I will revisit a Jade Cargill segment. <laughs> we didn't miss anything, man. We didn't miss anything. And neither did you, neither did you guys. Uh, basic with a 499. TK put double J on a short leash. Or will we see that man in the AEW World Title match? Bro, basic, I'm going to have to ask you to get the fuck out of here, bro. Well, just by throwing that into existence. Okay? Better if we got Jared on TV. You want him in a world title match? No. Joseph Taylor with a $2 super chat. I find Isla Dawn hot, crazy girls are my thing. I think Isla Dawn is fucking sexy, bro. I don't know about you guys, but that's just Ooh. me. Isla Dawn from NXT? I don't know. I like them uh, slightly goth. I'm a weirdo. Uh, what yeah. am I playing now? Um, Robert Grimsley with a $5 super jab. Becky Lynch will return and join War Games, and Sasha Banks will take Shotzi's place after an injury angle and beat Ronda for the title in her hometown. Well, you're really making some bold statements there, bro. I don't know. I think we see Sasha on Saturday in one way or another. I don't know, man. I hear there's something to the rumors of Sasha possibly not coming back, man. Oh, well, listen. I don't know. Starting to wonder. Keandra Blue with a 199. I got a joke. Mid-packed. Also, Trash Legend. We haven't seen Trash Legend in weeks, bro. Good. It's a good. It's a good thing. Did she get get widely released? Who? What? Is she that bad? I actually never saw her work. Yes, she's she's off. Oh, God. I don't even think she's worthy of dark, bro. Ooh, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, Tony Brown with a 199 Super Chat. He says, does Red Velvet taste as good as she looks? Bro, listen, I'm going to have to ask you to calm down. Yeah. Get your mind out of the gutter, Tony Brown. Listen, it's Thanksgiving, bro. The only thing that you should be tasting is some Mrs. Brown. Yes. <laughs> is there a Mrs. Brown? We don't even know. Mrs. Brown. Uh, is Isla Dawn more goth than Rhea? I don't know. They're, they're two different types of goth, man. Isla Dawn's like a witchy goth, and Rhea Ripley is just like full-on just black metal goth. Either one's fine. Rhea Ripley is... is I'm big into piercings. Yeah. Tattoos. Ooh. 
Uh, Linda Carter with a five-dollar super chat. What is uh, what if it's Tegan Knox or Piper Niven as the final of War Games? Seems like everyone has their rivals on the other side. Uh, listen, uh, Tegan Knox, I expect to be back at some point. I don't think she shows up on Saturday. Where is uh, Piper Niven? Where is she? I don't know. Who cares? Undergoing a gimmick change. Brian with a 199. I appreciate all you do, guys. Also, Cody WrestleMania plans. He should be in the world title. Omega Khan with a five dollar super chat. I'm gonna ask a question that's been asked a thousand times. Tony Khan, when will Ring of Honor have their TV deal? Hopefully by January, bro. Hopefully now. Uh Keandra Blue with a new membership. Thank you, Keandra. What are you drinking? Brandon James Shea with a two dollar super chat. CM Punk is coming back to AEW. I don't know, bro. Brian with a 199 Super Chat. Raquel. <laughs> Smiley Raquel Rodriguez Gonzalez. Keandre Blue with a 199. It's Keandre. Bro, happy Thanksgiving. I'm, listen, bro. I, look, deduct, bro. I should give it back to Super Chat just for me fucking up your name. Nick Williams with a $2 Super Chat. Jeff Jarrett is world champion. What, would ha- what could happen? A lot. Dynamite it may, it may end up getting canceled. Michael Bertoni with a $2 Super Chat. Would rather watch WCW 2000-2001 than Omar. And Joseph Taylor, listen, bro. I'm going to have to ask you to get out, bro. It seems like you're uh, intoxicated, bro. He says, I want to know what Riho tastes like. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Uh, where's uh, I need pilot playing, bro. Where's uh, Where's my theme? Uh, I got to get, get out of here, bro. Riho looks I mean. like a... 12-year-old girl, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. Listen, uh, Joseph Taylor, bro, listen, listen. Where are you? That's disturbing. Bro. I don't don't know what to tell you, man. They're booing you out of the venue, man. Oh. Hey, call Chris Hansen, man. Uh, Jesse, any uh, any parting words before we get the hell out of here, man? No, no. Again, um... I will not be doing a rampage. It is coming on way too early, and I have family coming to my home for Thanksgiving weekend, so we'll be hanging out and stuff, so I cannot make that one. So join me on Monday. There you go. I'm about to get out of here. Guys, thank you so very much. Um, I am uh, making my way towards the door, Stu. Yes, I mean, after that one, bro, I mean, I I don't know what to say. Uh, people are uh, drunk. It's the biggest time. It is the busiest time for bars all year, man. Thanksgiving. Awesome. Oh, Chris Hansen. Um, guys, I may be live tomorrow before the festivities around 1130 or so to go live for about uh, an hour, an hour and a half. Uh, we got some OTS tomorrow. So make sure you guys join me then. I'll set up the stream tonight. Got some news to go over. I want to get everything out because uh, it may be a busy weekend for me and I may not be available on Sunday. Because I have a very special day on Sunday. Uh, Going to go see my grandma. Can't miss that. But uh, I appreciate you guys. Um, hit that thumbs up. I need uh, 125 more, bro. Come on. So make sure you guys go and do that for me. Uh, hit that thumbs up. Hit that subscribe button down below. Thank you for all the super chats tonight. Thank you for the new memberships. Thank you for the recommitments to the VIP club. The VIP club, man, I love it when it's full. So continue to get those channel memberships in. Any new members tonight, man? Uh, yeah, a couple, four. Oh, anyone in particular? Uh, listen, man, uh, no one in particular, but uh, it huh. is uh, it is my destiny to get to 700. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. It's great. 
Um, yeah, guys. Uh, until then, I will see you on the stream tomorrow night, uh, tomorrow afternoon, rather, or tomorrow morning, whenever. But uh, I'm going to need a couple things from you guys. Number one, I need those rock on emojis in the chat. I need those Mustang emojis in the chat. I want to see them fucking ace emojis, too, because this is the ace of the IWC talking. Uh, Jesse is the joke of the IWC. And uh, I'm going to need that music on max. Guys, I'll see you tomorrow and then on Friday for SmackDown right here on Off the Script. I'll see you guys later.